0: Everyone has had, is currently going through, or will face difficulties. That's just a part of life for everybody. It's something that cannot be avoided, like growing up. No one has the same difficulties and challenges as their neighbor. Everyone is different. But all the same, how does God want us to handle our problems? Are we just to ignore our hardships? Let's find out. Numbers 20 verses 1 through 3 says, Then the sons of Israel, the whole congregation, came to the wilderness of Zin in the first month, and the people stayed at Kadesh. Now Miriam died there and was buried there. There was no water for the congregation, and they assembled themselves against Moses and Aaron. The people thus contended with Moses and spoke, saying, If only we had perished when our brothers perished before the Lord. Moses suffered a great loss when his sister Miriam died. And to add on to that, the children of Israel went to Moses and complained to him, saying that it would have been better for them to have stayed in Egypt and died there. So not only was Moses dealing with the death of a sibling, but the people that he was supposed to be leading to the promised land were against him. He could have said, Why me, God? What did I do to deserve this? He was under a lot of grief and pressure, not to mention that later in that same chapter, chapter 20, it talks about the death of his brother, Aaron. His life was filled with worry, hardships, and tribulations, and ours is too. Another thing I'm going to read is Psalms 88, verses 1 through 7. O Lord, the God of my salvation, I have cried out by day and in the night before you. Let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my cry. For my soul has heard enough trouble, and my life has drawn near to Sheol. I am reckoned among those who go down to the pit. I have become like a man without strength. Forsaken among the dead, like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more, and they are cut off from your hand. You have put me in the lowest pit, in dark places, in the depths. Your wrath has rested upon me, and you have afflicted me with your waves." Even David, who was called a man after God's own heart, had a great share of hardships. Another is found in Genesis chapter 37. Here are verses 1 through 4. Now Jacob lived in the land where his father had sojourned, in the land of Canaan. These are the records of the generation of Jacob. Jacob, was seven, when 17 years of age, was pasturing the flock with his brothers while he was still a youth, along with the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought back a bad report about them to their father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his sons because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a very colored coat, tunic. His brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, and so they hated him and could not speak to him on friendly terms. So Joseph's brothers hated him so much that they couldn't even speak to him on friendly terms. They couldn't speak to him in peace. And here are verses 18 through 28. It says, when they saw him from a distance and before he came close to them, they plotted against him to put him to death. They said to one another, here comes the dreamer. Now then come, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits and we will say a wild beast devoured him. Then let us see what will become of his dreams. But Reuben heard this and rescued him out of their hands and said, Let us not take his life. Reuben further said to them, Shed no blood. Throw him into this pit that is in the wilderness, but do not lay hands on him, that he might rescue him out of their hands to restore him to his father. So it came about, when Joseph reached his brothers, that they stripped Joseph of his tunic, the very colored tunic and what that was on him. And they took him and threw him into the pit. Now the pit was empty, without any water in it. Then they sat down to eat a meal, and as they raised their eyes and looked, behold, a caravan of Ishmaelites were coming from Gilead Gilead, with their camels bearing aromatic gum and balm and mirth on their way to bring them down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, What profit is it for us to kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our own hands on him, for he is our brother, our own flesh. And his brothers listened to him. Then some Midianite traders passed by, so they pulled him up and lifted Joseph out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. Thus they brought Joseph into Egypt. They hated Joseph so much that they were going to kill him until Reuben, one of his brothers, had convinced them to put him into a pit. Then they went on and sold their own brother for 20 pieces of silver. I have one last example In Daniel chapter 1, verses 1 through 7. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. The Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hands, along with some of the vessels of the house of God, and he brought them to the land of Shinar, to the house of his God, and he brought the vessels into the treasury of his God. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, the king, the chief of his officials, to bring in some of the sons of Israel, including some of the royal family and of the nobles, youths in whom was no defect, who were good-looking, showing intelligence in every branch of wisdom, endowed with understanding and discerning knowledge, and who had ability for serving in the king's court, and he ordered him to teach them the literature and language of the Chaldeans." The king appointed for them a daily ration from the king's choice food, and from the wine which he drank, and appointed that they should be educated three years, and at the end of which they were to enter the king's personal service. Now among them from the sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Then the commander of the officials assigned new names to them, and to Daniel he assigned the name Belichazar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, To Mishael Meshach and to Aziah Abednego. So Daniel, who was only a teenager, was taken away from his home and was forced into another country. Thousands of teenagers were. Later, he was thrown into a lion's den because of praying. Just because you are a Christian and a good person, it doesn't mean that all suffering in your life will disappear. In fact, it will be there more often. Christianity will help you overcome instead of being overcome. Romans 8 verses 18 says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. So imagine a huge whiteboard with a line straight across it. There are two dots at the beginning, probably within an inch of each other. So however long you've lived, whether 5 years, 20 years, 80 years, or 100, the time between these two dots is your life, and the rest of that line is eternity. All of that time could be spent with God or in separation from God, but if it's with God, how much greater would eternity be compared to a little bit of suffering in our short lives? So how do you handle your challenges? Here's something you can remember. We can never know victory if we haven't had a battle. Our battles or our trials should be more precious to us than gold. They'll make you stronger. If there's no battles, then no victory can have been felt. Or you can think, we can't have hope of a crown if there was no cross. What if there was no cross? Then there would be no hope of a crown. There would be no purpose of a crown. There would be no empty tomb had there been no cavalry. So in conclusion, Moses could have given up. He could have said, I'm done. I've had enough. He could have left, but he didn't. David could have given up. He could have just told God that he had, had, he had been defeated. He could have told God that he's done, but he didn't. Joseph could have gotten payback for what his brothers had done to him. Joseph could have had turned his back on God. All these people had many chances to do so. Daniel could have submitted to the rulers that had been forced, the rules that had been forced on him, but he didn't. Most of the others did, but he didn't. They didn't let themselves be overcome, but they overcame. God helped them overcome the struggles of this world. He helped them stay afloat. They may have been bruised and broken, but they weren't beaten. I'll leave you with Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Trust in the Lord and he will guide you, just like he did for those four: Moses, David, and Joseph, and Daniel. Bruised and broken, yes, but not beaten.